This is the LAW Podcast Series with Peter Gowers, the podcast to connect LAW members and have some fun talking about their personal and professional lives. Hello there, welcome to you. This is the LAW Podcast Series. My name is Peter Gowers. On this episode of the podcast, we're headed to Montreal in Canada, and I'm going to be speaking with the managing partner at TCJ, Pierre Chauvet. Pierre, welcome to the LAW podcast series. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure. Now, Pierre, we usually start each episode by finding out where our guests are from originally. So I'll ask you the same question. Yeah, I'm from a small town between uh, Montreal and Quebec City called Drummondville in the honor of General Drummond, who at the time in 1812 beat the Americans on the river close by so he had his name given to the town and uh even if it's an english name 95 percent of us are french-speaking person mm. like, uh, most part of quebec and i guess any time where a local beats a american that's a badge of honor to be held in high esteem that's, that's why i said it. probably some of my american friends will just remind that to me in next meeting but it was <laughs> <laughs> interesting I don't think we'll be able to do the same today. Let's let's put it this way. <laughs> gotcha. And we all we all work as a team these days. Yeah, exactly. So, Pierre, what inspired you uh, to pursue a career in law? Well, it's 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 difficult to make a, a short answer to that. But if I if I may give you uh, the main ideas, is that let me get back to when I was fourteen years old, and I had the chance to to win a contest for French literature. And the prize for a 14, 15 years old guy was a, a bunch of old books that you could pick some of them. And one of them was written by a senator in Canada called Jacques Hébert. And he made a book about uh, the, the title was The World is Round. And his idea was to start a small non-governmental organization to send young Canadians through the world in third what we say third world countries or in develop countries in development and i had the chance i, I thought to myself my god that will be something i'd love to do you know coming from a small town uh, yeah no idea of the world and and suddenly uh when i got uh, after grade 12 i got in in Cégep, which is just before university and uh, i decided to apply and uh, i got uh, picked uh, as one of the candidates and i had the chance to uh, to go to sri lanka and uh, I've been living there for, let's say, close to six months, uh, which has been an incredible journey for me. It really opened my mind. It really showed me that, wow, there are so many other things than just Drummondville and, and, and Montreal in, in the world. So I really wanted to be in international law. You know, you're young, you're, you think the world is, is up, just waiting for you. Uh, so I decided to uh, to apply, and I, and I got to uh, law school. Um, at the same time, I was also doing some comedy, stand-up comic things and stuff like that. And I was wondering to be a doctor or not. Or, but 
through my law school, the same organization uh, asked me to return to Sri Lanka in a crash course uh, at university again in, in Nova Scotia, a province close by, um, to develop what, what's called grassroots development, where you, you're sent. I was always sent uh, there again. And I had the chance, I picked up the language, so I got the chance to, to, uh, to work again. It was civil war over there, it was not an easy task, so we were not able to achieve much, but university gave me credits for that uh, before the end of my uh, law school. And I graduated, I had all my, all the, the international lessons I could take. And finally, I got into a small firm called, at the time, Geoffrion Jeté. And that's where I started. And I got into real estate. I got in nothing but international law at first. Mm. It came later on. That's so interesting. So that, that uh, experience then in, inspired the, the route that you took within the, the legal profession. Yeah, it really, you know, I, I got the feeling that uh, if you wanted to make a difference somewhere, it would be nice to be able to be close to people who are in command somewhere. And, and being a lawyer, I, I thought that I could make sometimes uh, a small difference. Um, I still believe in that. Maybe I'm still naive. Maybe people may say that. But um, I got the chance later on in, in 2004, uh, even if I was a real estate specialist in what I was doing, <clears throat> suddenly we, we had a file coming from Africa, and um, I was representing uh, a company over there who was taking charge of the, all of the airports in 17 countries in Africa. And uh, it was a litigation with the, con the contractor who built uh, some of the equipments from for the airports. And it brought me over there. And, and, and since then, I've been traveling there every year until COVID, <clears throat> of course. And um, it's been... Uh, another open your mind experience so i had the chance when you when you say you can make maybe some small difference some small companies got my name and i helped them out to to build uh, to try to clean the water of lakes in in benin where i had the chance also to teach international arbitration uh, to uh, french-speaking lawyers african-speaking lawyers over there so it really, uh, even my daughter went to Benin afterwards. Uh, so it's, I think those, those experiences bring you somewhere else where you, you, you open your mind to, to, to the world. Absolutely. That's amazing. Really amazing. Thanks for sharing that with us. So you mentioned international law and, and how that inspired you. Which areas do you spend most of your time practicing these days? Well, I still do business in Africa, but it's maybe 5% of what I do. For the rest of it, I'm, I'm, I'm specializing in um, real estate litigation, mostly based um, to help um, owners to redevelop or develop or build the buildings, commercial centers, uh, skyscrapers, stuff like that. And I also challenge the taxes that the cities want to uh, to uh, impose on on them mm. so i do a lot of that it takes it takes a lot of my time for example right now we're we're challenging the fact that cities are trying to to tax all of the equipments for the data centers that are built here as you may know our electricity is mainly if not 99 percent produced by hydro uh, so rivers it's built on rivers in dams and all that 
So many of those companies are coming to invest money here in Quebec. The, the weather is usually cool, so it helps to um, refrigerate the facilities and, and the, the electricity is quite cheap. So it brings them over here, but it's we, we do believe it's kind of a, a production and not um, just a building. So it's for the production, it's an industry. If it's an industry, you can tax it this way. So that's mainly what we're challenging right now. I have big files coming up quite soon. So it's, it's completely different than what I've been doing or thought I would be doing, but sometimes Life is not like a path that you go straight forward. Mm. It, it brings you swings around. You just have to follow the curves. It's interesting what's going to come up. Yeah, absolutely. And how did you get into that area of law? Did that happen because uh, you saw a need for it within the industry or was it by default? Like, how did that all start? We, we, uh, when I got into the office in 1989 as a, as a student, we just had our first, our first case and uh, we had nobody that really knew about it. So I got very involved just at the beginning of that new sector, new area that we developed. And uh, my partner, Louis Saint-Martin, who's working with me for the last 35 years, has been with me all along. And we uh, we took it from nothing and we, we made it, uh, we're may- now maybe eight doing that. So um, and we're, we're the main firm in, in the province of Quebec, uh, doing that kind of, that kind of law. Mm. So our names are, I, I like to say that our names are, we have a reputation. I hope it's good, but we do have a reputation there. Yeah. So you, you saw a need for it and it's expanded massively over the time. Yeah. Yeah. What's interesting is that when young, young associates come to work with us, I tell them we're not only working about tax because when, when those owners or developers call us, they have plenty of other problems. They need solution. They want they want to hear you give them practical solution, mm. business solution that they will apply. They just don't want to get into a fight. So most of the time, when you're you, when they have a feud against the city, I I won't step up and be the one in front. I will stay most of the time behind, helping them in their negotiation to try to achieve a good result. We 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 try to go to court only at. The last as a last resort it's it's not it, it costs a lot and you never know the guy who's in front the judge who's in front uh is going to hear let's say in a day or two or sometimes more about the the work that you've been doing for the last years so he has to make up his mind on 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 his impression that he's going to have even if you're a good lawyer if, you, if you're going to be able to show him what's there's always a risk there. Mm. There's someone else who doesn't know the file that's going to take a decision. So let's try to find a solution. So I would say that the uh, settlement rates must be close to 98%. Wow. The files that we have, yeah. But when we do go to court, usually those are case of principle. And because of that, they, they last for years. So, the, so, so, so what's funny with my, at my age, I'm, I'm not that old, I like to say that, but, but when you start something and you know it's complicated, suddenly you start to realize that I might not be there at the end mm, yeah. to see the, the result. <laughs> so that could be that I give a call to who's my young associate right now yeah. to ask him, so were we right or not? <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's fascinating. So they, they go for that sort of huge period of time. Yeah, yes, I, I, I did a lot of long, long-term trials going in that 
they go to appeal and appeal to the Supreme yeah. Court and all that, and so they get they get back down. And uh, that's yes, I, I had many files that went for ten to fifteen years. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's change tack a little bit, Pierre, and uh, talk about outside interests. Uh, what are some of your hobbies, and how did you get into those? Well, as a good, uh, let's say, Canadian, because we, you know we're very proud to be French-speaking in our province. We, we, I, I'm, I'm a hockey player, ice hockey player. Uh, I'm a goalie, in fact. That's, well, people can't see my size unless they know me. Uh, so I, I, I block quite a bit of space in front of a goal yeah. with the suit on. Uh, so I've been playing hockey for over 25 years now, and uh, I really always loved it. Uh, it's you know, I like skiing, I like uh, other sports, but to be truly honest, there's nothing like being on the high screen can and play hockey. Mm. You, you forget everything, you just dive into the sport. I guess you have the same feeling when you play cricket, I guess, <laughs> on your side of the world. I also played American football as well. Um, I used to be a huge lineman uh, when I was younger. It cost me a knee, oh. and uh, but it's okay. Uh, they, they can re- they can fix that. Yeah. But uh, that that will be my main my main sport. And getting older, uh, of course, golf. Um, <laughs> I suck, but I like it. <laughs> yeah, just just looking at your um, what we would call ice hockey, but I think the Canadians just call it hockey. And the Americans as yeah. well. I always feel feel sorry for those goalies. They just uh, they seem to get smacked the whole time by the puck coming at them. It, it, it does hurt. Even if you have a good stock on you, I must say I must say that sometimes you you feel the puck. Yeah. Uh, and when I tried, you know, getting older, I, I also played as a defenseman sometimes for fun. But I, as a result, I get home always hurt because. I will I will dive in front of the puck anyway, but with no no adequate equipment. <laughs> so the, the ref the ref are going to come to me and say, "You're crazy, man! Stop doing yeah. that! Stop! You can't dive in front of the puck." But you no, know, it's just reflex, I guess. Yeah. But it's it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. We take a beer afterwards, of course. Mm. And, uh, it's that will be the day I won't be able to 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 skate. That will be uh, I will be old and, and sorry about that. Mm. And the moral of that story is: once a goalie, always a goalie. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I guess so. You you like to be in the action and getting smacked around. As I'm a huge guy, usually if, if people come too close to me, they they know where I am. Right. Uh, they will feel me around there. Goes both if ways. They, they do. <laughs> yeah, let's say that uh, sometimes the gentleman in me uh, loses control. <laughs> And Pierre, just lastly, uh, if you were to name one person from another member firm or persons uh, in LAW that's either inspired you or influenced you, perhaps helped you in some way, it could be professionally or personally, uh, who would they be and why? I have have quite a few. Uh, First of all, I'd like to say before I give names that many, many persons came to my mind when when I I saw that question in uh, in your email. Uh, because I've had a chance to be on the Exco for eight years, so you get a chance to be more involved with everybody because of that. You, you get more acquainted. You you, have, you spend more time with, within the organization. That I really I really love the organization. I really love the people that are in it. But if I had to make a few choices, there is uh, Paul Sharek from from Edmonton, Canada. Um, the guy is, is is not only funny, but he's, he's a 
bright and, and kind man. You, you just want to spend time around this guy. It's always with a lot of pleasure. From Australia, I have Stephen Johnson. Steve, uh, even if sometimes I had, of course, trouble understanding him, he, he gave me uh, he gave me a good lesson about social involvement. He is very much involved with with, with rugby, if I, I believe, uh, within uh, his uh, city, with in his members on the uh, on the board of a team and all that, and they do a lot of help to young people with that. So I think. I think that's a good and great example. I, I I think that sometimes as a lawyer we don't give back enough to societies. I think he's very good with that. I have also my friend from Washington who is coming over for for dinner mm. next Saturday, Bill Savarino, um, for his energy and his his, uh, his sharp mind. He's, and is is a funny guy. It's it's very interesting discussing American politics with him. Uh, I don't even know which side he is. That's not the idea, but I like to ask questions to try to understand what's going on over there. Uh, from Switzerland, Mark Gruninger, uh, for his discipline, he's a Swiss, of course, but discipline and his friendship has been a very good friend uh, of mine. I really, really enjoyed this man. And finally, from Africa, there's a, could have named three, the three guys that I know, but Anthony Zigbe from Nigeria uh, is, uh, is uh, an open-minded man an open-minded gentleman who really uh, does his best to put Africa on the map and, and especially Nigeria. Um, we have a lot of bias uh, towards Africa. And uh, as, I, as you, I told you, I've had the chance to go from Senegal to Cameroon and, and, uh, and Morocco and all that. So when you're there, there's, there's a completely different reality than what we see on TV. Mm. See, we always see bad news about that, but they, they, they have cities everywhere. It's increasing, middle class growing, and, and we just don't see it. Uh, he, he does a good job trying to, to uh, show us the, uh, the other reality. So that, that will be another one. Um, there will have been plenty more, so I hope nobody feels frustrated about not hearing their names, and I'm sorry about that. If if there, you need a complimentary uh, recording, we can arrange something. Uh, <laughs> it's the hard one. If you get complaints. Yeah, exactly. Most people just leave a caveat there just to say that uh, there's many, many more that should be on the list, but due to uh, yeah. only having limited time, that's the they're the names for the day. Yeah, exactly. Thank you for your time, Pierre. I really appreciate it. It's been great having you on the LAW podcast series. It's a pleasure. And I say to everyone, à la prochaine. Thank you. That was uh, Pierre Chauvet, Managing Partner at TCJ in Montreal, Canada. I'll catch you again on the next episode of the LAW podcast series. You've been listening to the Lawyers Associated Worldwide podcast series with Peter Gowers the podcast where LAW members go one-on-one to discuss their professional and personal lives. More episodes coming soon.